Hey, what's going on, everybody in Sharks Territory? I am Aaron James. Welcome to a very special Sunday, Funday edition of Shark City Unfiltered. Uh, for this afternoon's program, we have an unfiltered conversation about the Sharks' opening weekend in the free agent frenzy. You know, it's a pretty hot weekend here, first opening weekend of July in San Jose, California. And the same could be said for the front office of the San Jose Sharks. Um, a lot of us fans out there really thought that these guys are going to be quiet through the um, offseason. But um, Mike is making moves, baby. Mike is making moves, and I have no complaints thus far. Uh, just a quick reminder for anybody um, who's enjoying the program on Twitter. For everybody who joined the, Twitter, uh, the program on Twitter, pardon me, and YouTube and Facebook, by all means, drop a comment in the comment section, and we could talk about Salzay Sharks Hockey live this afternoon. All right, so today's lineup, we're going to spend more time on the newest players to Donny Till Jersey. Um, obviously, we our previous episode, a couple episodes ago, when we were meeting with uh, Neil Villabiano of the Devil State of Mind podcast, he gave us a rundown on goaltender um, Mackenzie Blackwood. So uh, the good news is that he is a San Jose Shark. Okay, so um, we'll dive into a little bit of him, show him some love, and then we'll talk about Kyle Burroughs, Giovanni Smith, um, Scott uh, Saborin, and Anthony Duclair, amongst others, because obviously today being day two of the free agency, um, free agent frenzy, there's still some moves going on live as we speak. All right. As I get off of my social media here to promote the show live and open my show notes, we'll get started right here. So once again, just inviting everybody. Uh, if you are watching live, you can see at the very bottom of the screen, you could leave me a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash Shark City Hockey and, you know, essentially call in the show. All right. So let's get on with it. Uh, so again, uh, the San Jose Sharks free agency period started with a very – sus move a lot of fans were kind of wondering what is going on with Mackenzie blackwood because it sounds like sharks did not qualify him he was actually an active free agent for just a minute there uh, from my understanding it was because they didn't want to do a qualifying offer they wanted to do an actual contract with the guy so um mckenzie was signed uh, mckenzie blackwood was signed for a two-year contract worth 4.7 million dollars uh, that's two 0.35 million average annual value. Uh, Mike Greer went down as saying the um, goaltender is big, athletic, and has a lot of potential and upside. Uh, so just again, just to quickly do this in chronological order, since we spent an episode on Blackwood already, uh, Blackwood appeared in 152 NHL games with New Jersey. His overall record is 65-57-18. I know a lot of Sharks fans are focusing on the past couple of seasons, uh, he was doing really solid prior until, um, you know, the 2020, the league shut down because of the pandemic. Uh, he had some solid numbers. Um, so career, his whole entire career, 152 games, 65, 57, and 18, 2.97 goals against average with a 0.906 save percentage and eight shutouts. All right. So um, he was also, by the way, named to the AHL All-Star Classic when he was playing in the minors uh, back in 2018 19. So he was looking, you know, he, he has a solid background, uh, Mackenzie does. Let me put this graphic so we can see him on here really quick. Bam. There we go. So he has a solid record or a solid track record, that is. Uh, prior to being a pro in the NHL and the AHL, he played um, in the OHL and was named the first all-rookie team. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm super excited. I know a lot of Sharks fans are anticipating that Mackenzie Blackwood is, like, this is going to be another James Reimer situation. Or another, um, hopefully not the case, because it looks like we're going to go with Capel and McKenzie and uh, Blackwood and Itumak and Miami to start off training camp. Even though rumors were being said that Capel and may be drawing interest from Pittsburgh, uh, but it seems like 
Mike Greer has confirmed that this is going to be the set of goaltenders entering training cap. So Mackenzie Blackwood is officially a Sal's a shark, and now we're going to move along, okay? So before I do so, just one last reminder, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, by all means, and uh, join in the conversation, leave a comment, and we could talk and chat live about Sounds Sharks talking. All right, let's move along here. We got quite the episode for you, so let me make sure I get everything in the proper order. We're going to start off with Kyle Burrows here. Uh, Kyle Burrows was announced to be signed by general manager Mike Greer. He's a defenseman. He signed a three-year contract. He signed, um, let's see, bam, we'll do this and we'll do this. Give you all some graphics to look at. All right. So um, Cal Burrow signed a $3.3 million contract for three years. So that's $1.1 million per season hit to the cap. Um, he's a six foot, 193 pound defenseman with a right handed shot. He is a native from Vancouver, uh, of Vancouver. So he got a lot of love from the Canucks fan base because they were able to see him play uh, early on as a young kid. Um, he was originally selected by the New York Islanders in the 2013 NHL draft, seventh round, 196 overall. He's been on the move lately. Uh, the last couple, the last few years, he's, he's been on the move. Obviously, he stood with the uh, Islanders organization from 2013 up until 2020 when he was uh, traded to the Colorado Avalanche. Pardon me, the Colorado Avalanche. There we go for AJ Greer. And then. Um, Again, a fan favorite in Vancouver because he was a hometown uh, hero, so to speak. And uh, he spent um, since July of 2021, so the past two seasons he was there in Vancouver. And most recently now he's a San Jose Shark. Uh, Mike Greer said that he's a high-character competitive player who brings several characteristics that we are looking for in a Shark. Um, I imagine that – and I know a lot of you out there are wondering, okay, what's – because we have a lot of these defensemen signing. I know the biggest – the biggest news we're all waiting for is in you know pertaining to another defenseman until but um you guys just keep in mind man that we're gonna have to have veterans being able to cycle in and out of out of the line and take shifts and, and essentially be relief for in my opinion some of these prospects whether it be in the CUDA or on the main roster. Um he's played in four leagues, all right. So Kyle Burroughs has played in four leagues over his the course of his career. So this isn't just some um, you know, young, inexperienced um, kid here, okay? So he's been in uh, the Western Hockey League, the American Hockey League, the ECHL East Coast Hockey League, and the National Hockey League. Uh, he's described as a hard-nosed blue liner. And um, per the Providence, all right, so theprovince.com, this is where this uh, information is coming from. Apparently, he earned a roster spot in Vancouver because one of the players essentially wasn't abiding by league protocols, the best way to say it. So Kyle Burroughs earned himself a position on that main roster with the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, they say his greatest strengths is his dependable game. Um, and... His weaknesses is he can pass a puck, but he doesn't push the play, and that he's well suited to the third line pairing. So um, again, it was with the Canucks that Burroughs kind of established himself as a full-time National Hockey League player. And um, again, this is just a depth defenseman for the San Jose Sharks, in my opinion. Um, he's obviously not afraid to throw a hit or drop the gloves, which is nice because it looks like that's kind of the theme of these last two days for the San Jose Sharks organization, at least for Mike Greer, is he's getting guys who are not afraid to be physical and who are not afraid and do not back down from any challenges or afraid to step up in a moment should we need to protect one of our star players. Uh, so the next the next gentleman kind of fits the line that we're speaking to next, but let's stick with Kyle Burroughs. Um, registered five points and 62 penalty minutes. And um, he set career highs in goals uh, this past season. His second goal of the season, go figure, came against the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> that was back in November. Oh, man. Anyways, um, he tallied 11 points in 95 career NHL games between the Canucks and the Avalanche. And um, he had six full seasons 
as a Bridgeport Sound Tiger and Colorado Eagle in the American Hockey League. So, again, I expect this guy to be deft defenseman, perhaps provide, providing relief on the CUDA and, you know, allowing some of our younger talent perhaps to take a main roster spot and or more than likely being on that third-line defenseman pairing. Uh, just deft, deft defenseman, guys. Um, with the loss of Brent Burns and with the pending loss of Eric Carlson, the Sharks are going to need several bodies to rotate through for this long 82-game season that's ahead of us. It's going to be a tough season, especially October. All right, moving along here. So what we have now is I think one of the more exciting signings, in my opinion, like really. Um, before I move forward, let me see if I can get this bad boy to load here finally. been trying to upload some stuff on the side here, so pardon me. All right, uh, so one of the more exciting signings, in my opinion, is that of Giovanni Smith. Uh, so Mike Greer announced that Giovanni Smith had signed, or excuse me, that they have signed Giovanni Smith to a two-year contract for $1.6 million. That's 800000 per year hit to the um, to the cap. Uh, this is a six foot two, 214-pound native from Toronto, Ontario. And it looks like I'm not going to be able to upload that video clip, but it is what it is. Um, I'll share it on my Twitter, so follow me at Twitter, at Shark City Hockey. But um, the last time, the most memorable time, the last most memorable moment in Sharks history that we have went against Javadi Smith was back, I believe, um, at the beginning of the season in 2022, 2023, where him and Jonah Gadjevich um, exchanged some hands. And there are some haymakers, all right? So this guy... Him and Gajevic, I was surprised to see Gajevic hold his own in that fight. Um, but th this guy is the man. He's going to provide that muscle. He's going to provide that experience. He's going to bring, to my opinion, um, the Sharks team some enforce enforcer qualities. And, um, again, Mike Rissi is a big physical winger with high energy. And, um, again, I'm not looking for this guy to score points. He's 25 years old. So, you know, there's obviously – like right now, it's either, you know, he's going to hit his peak in his prime or, you know, a lot of people are already suspecting him to kind of um, just be here until the trade deadline. I just want to I just want to address this really quick. I don't think any of these signings that Mike Greer is making right now has like a expiration date on it, if you will. That is like, OK, you're going to be a shark until you know, come winter time in, you know, February or whatever, January, you know, when we start to see if anybody is like, you know, if we could like flip you, so to speak. I don't think that's the case, man. I really don't. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Giovanni Smith, again, he's going to provide not just that size, but that physicality that we've been missing in our game. Um, I'm going to post this now. So if you're watching on, if you're watching on Twitter, check it out. Um, check it out at the um, on my Twitter page at Shark City Hockey. I'll be posting it um, a little bit after the show, after the show, because that makes sense. You guys are watching live. Uh, but Giovanni Smith, I am excited for this guy to be um, a San Jose Shark. Not going to lie. He is an Eastern Conference champion. Obviously, he was playing against the Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup Finals with the Florida Panthers. Um, he played his 100th career game uh, back in January. Um, he played. He appeared in one playoff game with Florida. Okay, so I know it's for some of you. You might be saying it's a stretch to call him an Eastern Conference champion, but he's an Eastern Conference champion, baby. His sweater has a Stanley Cup uh, final patch on it. All right, the last time we've seen him in action. So um, I'm I'm excited to have that kind of experience on on the lineup, especially when we're expecting the likes of Bortolo and Eklund to come into play. It's nice to get a pair of guys who were in you know the 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 final show just a, just a month ago. So um, I'm excited about that. Um, he has 22 American Hockey um, League games with the Grand Rapids Griffins and the uh, Charlotte Checkers, who, by the way, just um, signed Jonah Gadjevich. So that's funny. Jonah Gadjevich and Giovanni Smith, the two gentlemen who dropped the gloves against each other about eight months ago, um, essentially did a jersey swap. <laughs> so Gadjevich is now with the Florida organization. We have Giovanni Smith. Um, he scored, Giovanni Smith scored a Gordy Howe hat trick back in February of 2021. 
So he has the ability to be a game changer, to be impactful. You know what I'm saying? And um, again, we'll get more on Giovanni Smith in um, you know midway through the show. I know I didn't have it announced promo because this happened on the fly, but I just want to say for all, all those who are um, joining us and watching, I will have a very special guest on the show uh, midway through to discuss the acquisitions, these former Florida Panthers, and that's none other than David Rodriguez, the host of the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast with the Hockey Podcast Network. So stay tuned for some uh, great insight from the Florida Panthers fan base on the two uh, newest Sharks. All right, so uh, until then, we're going to move on um, so we can make some good time here. And by the way, um, thank you to everyone who's enjoying the program. Last chance, last time I'm calling it out on Facebook and YouTube, you can join the conversation and leave your chat, and we can interact and talk about the free agent frenzy live. Um, all right, moving forward here. Pardon me as I go to my graphics. And I take a breath. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's what's going on. So, again, we're going in chron chronological order. I know the lineup has uh, just four players. Obviously, the Sharks acquired more. There was more transactions that went down. I just want to spend a little bit more time on the newer faces in Sharks territory. Uh, but welcome back to Ryan Carpenter. Um, the San Jose Sharks general manager, Mike Greer, had signed Ryan Carpenter to a one-year two-way contract. This is a pretty much a CUDA pickup, right? Um he is, let's see, let's just do really quick, 32 years old, right? He has tied a career best in 2015 and 16. Uh, six, that's six, H, with six AHL power play goals, pardon me, and 21 goals. And that was with the Barracuda. And, um, yeah, so he has five years with – the organization from 2013 to 2018. And he also has 28 games as a San Jose Shark. And um, so just again, this is more than likely a pickup for the CUDA. Wouldn't be surprised if he plays some games. As a matter of fact, um, this quote is coming from um, Curtis Pashalka of the San Jose Mercury News. Uh, Carpenter had this to say on joining or rejoining the San Jose Sharks. And I quote, I thought this was, or I thought this would be a chance to maybe get some more NHL games and maybe reestablish myself in the league. But if I am in the AHL, it's still a lot of fun trying to produce. You're still getting paid to go to the rink every day. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Again, that quote came from at Curtis Pashelka on Twitter, the Sounds Like Sharks beat reporter, Sounds Like Mercury News. Um, excited to have Carpenter back. Um, Thirty-two-year-old, obviously this point in stage in your life and in your career, you're looking for some some stability and why not return to the Bay area and come back home? You could say it's his home because I mean, he spent five years here. Um, so super excited to have a veteran with that type of like, Hey, I'm just, I am just excited and humble enough or I don't want to put words in his mouth, but essentially, you know, he seems to be, um, just happy to be being played or getting paid to play the sport he loves. And that's the type of mentality and attitude that you're going to want around all these young kids. Uh, so I'm super excited about Carpenter being back until um, in total, he has 330 national um, hockey league games under his belt. He's played with the sharks, obviously boo played with the Vegas golden Knights boo played with Chicago Blackhawks boo played with the Calgary flames and Boo played with New York. <laughs> um, he has 72 total points, 116 penalty minutes, and um, he had 17 games in the 2018 Santa Cup playoffs with Vegas. And, um, yeah. Anyways, so he helped them reach the final that, that, uh, that first season. Okay. I think that's as much as I'm going to go into – Ryan Carpenter, because we all know him. So welcome back. All right. Um, let's move on to some of the newer faces here. Uh, this this mean this mean this mean looking guy coming in. Uh, what is he? Six foot 
200 and what 10 pounds or something like that anyways he's a big guy i'm excited to see him so scott sabarin was um announced to join the club he signed a two-year two-way contract he's a 30 year old so he's a vet with 51 games um in the american hockey league with the belleville senators so with the uh, ottawa senators um minor league affiliate uh, let's see what else I'd say about him again six foot four there we go not six foot six foot four 207 pounds baby this guy's gonna be a great enforcer whether it's protecting you know the uh the kids on the cuda or you know making sure that he's collecting receipts for anybody that wants to lay a nasty hit on any of our stars um Scott Sabarin is an Ontario native. All right, he has 43 career NHL games under his belt. He has 49 penalty minutes. He played 35 of those games with the Ottawa Senators in the 2019-20 season. Uh, he had two goals and four assists. And he, um, yeah, he has AHL games, 405 career AHL games with, um, again, the Senators minor league affiliate in the AHL, as as well as Toronto Marlies, the Stockton Heat, back when they were here. They're no longer here. Uh, San Diego Goals, Ontario Rain, and, and the Iowa Wild, and Manchester Monarchs. All right, so long story short is we got a career AHLer and a perhaps grinder, roughneck, power forward, whatever term you want to use, whatever is in these days, the expression. But I'm super excited. Super exciting. All right, so my apologies for getting on this a little bit late, but I got a question here saying, how do you like Kyle Burroughs' pickup? Also, who do you think he replaces in the lineup? Kyle Burroughs replacing in the lineup is a little bit of a stretch. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I am pretty excited about having him on board. Let's get the graphic here to have the appropriate player that we're talking about. Pardon me. Boom. Um, a lot can be said about the kid again. I like his strengths. He has, again, he's played in multiple leagues. He's been in the WHL, the AHL, the ECHL, the NHL. Uh, he's been moved around for the past couple of years. His strength, as I mentioned uh, previously, is dependable game. So he's someone that, you know, you could expect to have consistency, hopefully. You know, he's coming on the Sharks now, baby. <laughs> um, and, again, He's just one of those players that I think was a fan favorite, mainly in Vancouver. He earned a spot because of a vacancy that was left due to league protocol not being followed by, I believe it was, who was it over there? Don't mean to put you on blast, but uh, Hamanic? Hamanic? Yeah, so when that uh, defensive line, uh, when that defensive pair opened up, uh, when, that, when that position opened up, it was pretty much he earned it. So can he hold down a position or does he have – um, you know, the skills to earn himself an NHL spot? Absolutely. But I don't, I'm not 100% sure that he's going to be replacing anybody. I think he may be in rotation, um, trying to perhaps see how he gels um, post Eric Carlson, right? I think a lot of these defensive men, especially with the ones we have now, because, you know, Vlasic, he's questionable with just probably because of the, the contract. Uh, Ferraro hasn't really been up to par, and Carlson is—he's gone. So we're going to need to have or get accustomed to seeing David Quinn perhaps play with those, um, you know, those that top six defensive line pairings, especially in the first month of October, right? So Kyle Burroughs to me seems like someone that they could depend on and move from the SAP Center to the Tech CU Arena, um, you know. No problem. More than likely be able to move him up and down without him being claimed on waivers. Uh, so, again, dependable game. And that's what I like about him. I don't think he's replacing anybody on the main roster. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um, thank you for that question. I really appreciate it. All right. So, I'm going to have to wrap this up really quick because we're getting closer to um, when I got my scheduled guest. Uh, so, really quick. Here we go. We have Anthony Duclair. Okay. This right here is probably the most exciting pickup of the um of yet of day one of the free agent signing. So um Mike Greer announced that the club signed um or excuse me, not signed, traded. They traded for Anthony Duclair. Um excuse me. I'm sorry. I am totally 
Let me take a moment to pause. Yes. For Stephen Lorenz, all right? So Anthony Clare came from Florida Panthers. We gave Florida a 2025 fifth-round selection and Stephen Lorenz. Um, Anthony Clare is a speedy offensive winger, all right? I have a clip on my um, Twitter page, and it shows his great, like, breakaway or breakthrough, I guess is a better way of saying it, um, goal in, oh, man, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Check it out again at Shark City Hockey on my Twitter page. You can see, um, you know, the Duke of, of San Jose or the Duke of Till, as I like to say. He's arrived. He's arrived, baby. Um, so, as I kind of sidebar here into my notes, pardon me. Let me get back to it. All right. Bam, bam, bam. All right. So, again, speedy offensive winger. Um, his game has matured. All right, is, is matured. He was once considered one of the fastest players in the league. Unfortunately, he had an Achilles injury. But I want to, I, I, based on the goal, based off what he did, again, that, that highlights on my Twitter. Um, I, I don't really see any any uh, miss and step in his game, honestly. Uh, and Mike Grid believes so as well. He says Anthony will bring speed and tenacity to our lineup on a nightly basis. Um, he's well rounded and um, he has ability to score. And again, we're excited to have him on the team. Um, Duclair appeared in 20 games for the Florida Panthers last season. So, again, we have another Eastern Conference champion joining the squad. And um, he helped Florida reach the Stanley Cup Finals in 2023. That was last year, obviously, with 11 points in 20 games. Uh, he finished seventh on the team in goals and points in the postseason. Okay? So he, he comes up clutch. He came up clutch. Um, over the course of his career, he played 490 games with the New York Rangers, Arizona Coyotes, Chicago Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Ottawa Senators, and obviously Florida. Um, prior to his professional career, or actually, internet, we'll just get along with this because I'd rather have my guests tell you all more about Duclair and Smith, to be honest with you. But he's 5'11", 197 pounds. Uh, he, he's from Quebec. He was originally a third-round 80th overall selection from New York in 2013. And um, I honestly, again, think this move will be one of the bigger acquisitions of the offseason. Obviously, the penny traded Eric Carlson overshadow any Sharks transactions leading up to next season. But, again, I'm super excited. Uh, for those of you concerned about the injury, he spent his time away from the game trying to add physical element to his game on both ends of the ice, and apparently it shows. All right, so I'm going to step aside for a brief moment here. I have, again, uh, we'll be right back. Quick word from our sponsors. And I have none other than the host of the FLA Cats pod, Hockey Podcast, David Rodriguez, joining me to give you the lowdown on the two newest acquisitions that San Jose Sharks have, Giovanni Smith and Ethan Duclair. Right when we come back from these brief messages, you all just hang back and I'll be right back with you with some more Sharks free agent frenzy. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 of bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Kansas, Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charles Town Races in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Often required. Max bet $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to 
Shark City Unfiltered. I'm your host, Aaron James. I am super excited to be joined by none other than David Rodriguez of FLA Cats Podcast. David, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Hey, Aaron. Can you hear me there? Absolutely. How are you doing, Dave? Great. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on your show. It's nice to meet you guys and excited to talk about, obviously, the trade that went down. Uh, always been a Sharks fan from afar, so uh, really excited to be here. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for taking time um, today on this uh, holiday weekend to talk about Sharks hockey and Florida hockey. Um, first and foremost, how was free agency uh, day one for you guys yesterday out there uh, in Sunrise, Florida? Oh, yeah, very, very active for the Florida Panthers. Uh, in the first, you know, three, four hours, we We've really beefed up our defensemen, getting about four different defensemen. Uh, Oliver ekman Larson from Vancouver that was bought out. Mike Riley that was with Boston most recently. Um, Nico Mikula, who was on the Rangers in St. Louis, a bigger body. And, um, yeah, obviously to end the day, that trade with uh, you guys in San Jose, Duclair, uh, Giovanni Smith. Go, or Giovanni Smith actually signed with you guys, Duclair going your guys' way. And, Kind of wrapped up the day, and then today we uh, signed Evan Rodriguez kind of in a retaliatory reaction with that trade um, through Duclair, which cr- freed up some space for us to sign Evan Rodriguez today on, on Sunday. So a busy day, a lot of changes, a lot of new faces came in, coming in and out, but uh, very excited for what's to come for the Panthers next year. You there? Hey, pardon me, David. Yes, I am here. Uh, my apologies. So I just want to uh, let me just repeat what I said. Um, so I will vouch for Stephen Lorenz, um, your guys' latest acquisition. He ended he ended hot. He had two points in his last three games uh, this past season with the San Jose Sharks. And um, he's, you know what? A lot of fans are kind of sad to see him go, but excited to see who we acquired. So on that note, um, can you just let Sharks fans out there who may not be familiar with um, Duclair, his game style, his play, what he contributes to or what he can bring to the team, can you just fill us Sharks fans in on what you've been able to enjoy this past season with him? Yeah, Duclair has been a player, like you said, I believe before I got in here, we acquired him in 2020, kind of like a one-year deal with him, give him a, a chance here in Florida after having a relatively successful time in Ottawa. So we took, you know, we brought him in, had a good, good first season with us, played with Barkov, played with Huberdeau, different types of guys in the top six, and really flourished with the system that we had in Florida uh, instilled when he first came in here. At the time, the coach was still, Andrew Burnett was the assistant coach in his first season. And, you know, he had a rebound year from what uh, a lot of people were saying, and he earned another contract with us. Um, for three years going into that 2021 season. So um, <clears throat> with changes in personnel, obviously we've seen, uh, I don't know if you guys from afar in San Jose have seen that Quinville obviously stepped down, Brunette came in, Brunette's system was very similar to, to um, uh, Quinville's. And again, Duclair flourished, had over 30 goals in that season, was a very, very popular player here in South Florida. Fans loved him. He does so much for the community and, you know, it stinks that we had to let him go, but the way that things Florida were trying to do with this team now with Paul Maurice as the head coach is a little bit more grinding, you know, a little bit more defensive minded and then grind, you know, get the pucks in deep and grind the puck away. So Duclair's style kind of, you know, maybe doesn't suit what they're trying to go forward. Um, I don't know if you touched on this before, but he had a very bad injury going into this season uh, mm-hmm. in the summer with his Achilles. So he missed about 50, 60 games with us in the regular season. Didn't really come back. So around that trade deadline, uh, maybe two years or two months after we had expected um, his original time timeline to, to come back. So, you know, we lost, maybe he lost a little step in those 25 games, but you know, it's tough to see him go, but I think I've been kind of um, pushing for this move in a little bit. So, um, it's just he didn't fit the style that I think Florida was trying to do um, for next year. Okay. And if you may kind of just give us a quick lowdown 
on what we can expect for um, Smith to contribute to the lineup. Yeah, Smith, another guy that we brought in, I believe, uh, in the middle of last year. I think we did a, sm- a minor trade with Detroit. Uh, we didn't know if he was going to play in the AHL or, or start with us. And I believe it was about a week after we had got him that he played pretty much the rest of the second half of the season. Um, not very much offensive you know, mind that you're going to get from him. I believe he's only got like eight or ten career goals. Um, he's a fighter. He's a bruiser. He's a big body. He's a guy that will stand up for teammates. Um, you know, he didn't really play much in the playoffs for us. I believe he only played in the first game uh, in round one, and we didn't see him for the time there. So, you know, he'll be a bruiser. He'll be a fourth-line guy, um, maybe a third-line guy for you guys. But, yeah, a big body doesn't really score too much, but, you know, he brings that physical element to the game. But, yeah, more on Duclair. I mean, the fans are going to love him. He's great for the community. He's, uh, I know in Florida when he had the puck and he was carrying it through the zone you'd hear like a duke chant you know go through the arenas very very popular player amongst the fans here and like i said a lot of people felt that you know he could have contributed a little bit more tough that his injury maybe slowed him down a little bit but uh definitely a fan favorite for florida um over the last few years here for sure i cannot imagine um him in san jose not getting as much if not in part of me, not trying to say anything about the Sunrise fan base, but even more love. Um, we're excited to have the Duke Till on board. And uh, David, um, while I have you on here, can you just tell me, um, or can we, let's take this moment to do a quick plug for your social channels and to introduce um, all the fans here in Sharks territory to your uh, show with the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast. Yeah, like you said, appreciate having the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast. We started about a year ago. We joined the the network about nine, two or three months after that, so we've been really active on the podcast all year long. Um, social media is Twitter, Instagram, very big Instagram following, FLA Panthers FP on Instagram, uh, kind of the biggest fan page we have for the Florida Panthers right now, and it's always fun and popular to be on there. And then Twitter, uh, myself is David954FLA. Um, yeah, appreciate you having me on it's to be a Panthers fan right now with the run we just had and hopefully eager that they can get back to those you know Western Conference finals appearances again I actually was in San Jose the year you guys played Nashville um maybe three four years back maybe even a little bit further than that with Joe Thornton on the team and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and I went to a game in, in your guys's arena and I loved it I loved it so uh, always been a San Jose fan from afar so yeah, excited for Duclair and Giovanni Smith to have an opportunity with you guys. And uh, I know you guys are kind of in a rebuild mode and stuff like that. So uh, really hoping the best for you guys uh, in this upcoming season. I appreciate that. And for anybody who um, is part of the Florida Panthers fan base out there, uh, San Jose Sharks are going to be coming to your city. All right. So in October, San Jose will be right. facing the Panthers at um, – on Tuesday, October 24th at 4.45 our time. So that's like, what, nice. 7.30 for you guys over there? Yep. And, yep. Um, yeah, we'll get our first real test to, uh, you know, see how we can compare to the Eastern Conference champions. Uh, David, thank you so much. Um, I know – I don't mean to – you know, hey, I'm showing respect. I'm not even going to talk about those other guys being the Sharks fan. But um, what, what the Florida Panthers did as an organization this uh, this season was nothing short of amazing. And oh, yeah. what what an amazing time to you know be uh, covering the team when they had this yeah. you know what is this their pardon me if I'm incorrect but this is their second stint in the finals is that correct? Yeah, last time they made the finals, uh, I was only four years old back in 1996, so a lot of the fan base never really got a taste of what it was like to have a really playoff run. The last few years have been the best we've had in about like I said 25, 26 years, so. Uh, to be covering the team from the outside has just been amazing. And um, like I said, I really hope that Ducla- you know, Duclair and you know, Giovanni Smith, to a smaller extent, were very key, point- key p- players for us the last few years. So uh, you know, whether you guys keep Duclair long-term or not, I just think that he's a great guy to have in your locker room, a great, a great friend to a lot of the players that we had on our teams. And I know that they'll be you know, sad that, you know, Duke is not there anymore. So, uh, yeah, from the Panthers fans, I think from just asking them before you had me on here, any 
any last words for Duke would be, you know, thank you for, for the time you had here. And uh, we wish him nothing but success in San Jose and in the future. So, uh, yeah, really excited for you guys. And I hope you guys enjoy his time. And, and it is uh, kind of his play that he can get you off your feet a couple times with that speed. So I'm hoping the best for Duke and, and you guys. Thank you. Um, we look forward to seeing well, – we'll see if uh, Gadjevic breaks the uh, you know the main roster, but we look forward to seeing yeah. our former Sharks line up against your former Panthers uh, this coming October. Uh, David, thank you for your time. Enjoy, uh, you know, enjoy the holiday weekend. Uh, thank you for chiming in all the way from Florida. Uh, any last words before uh, we uh, sign off right here for today? No, I mean, we're really excited for, I believe it's Lorenz. Uh, Lorenz, is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Stephen Lorenz. Yeah, Stephen Lorenz. Uh, pardon me for maybe uh, questioning there. But, yeah, we're very excited to have him on our bottom six. Like you, like you said, uh, a guy that I feel like from seeing the comments from this, the Sharks announcement, a guy you guys love, um, a well-developed you know, developed guy and, and a good guy to have in the locker room. So we're really excited to have him be a part of the team. And like I said, bring that kind of mentality of penalty kill, defense first type of mentality to our team. So we felt that the, the acquisition of him is, is going to be very important for us to have a nice run next year. And um, we're very excited for, for next year. And like I said a few times, hopefully you guys can uh, get back to your winning ways Again, thank you for having me on and, and uh, really hope that I can uh, follow you guys next year a lot. All right, David, thank you. Everybody check him out, all right, at Florida Cats Hockey Podcast, the Florida Cats Hockey Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. You can uh, follow Mr. Rodriguez here on his Twitter account, um, and I believe that is going to be at – David nine five four F L A. All right, uh, David. Thank you very much. Uh, have a great rest of your day. Yes, thank you so much. Appreciate it. You have a great rest of your weekend as well, my friend. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Once again, everybody who's joining us live, that was David Rodriguez, the host. One host, I believe, of the Florida Cats Hockey Podcast. I am Aaron James. I am the host of Shark City Unfiltered as we continue our live coverage here. Day two of Free Agent Frenzy. I don't want to call it live coverage. I'll just say we're doing a live stream. Um, so we discussed everything that went down on day one. Uh, again, very special thank you. And, and I, I appreciate David coming on the show to add some more context and some more value to Giovanni Smith and Anthony Duclair, the former, the former Eastern conference champions with the Florida Panthers. Um, one more acquisition that was made today. And let me just double check the news here as I've been live for the last about 45 minutes. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything, anything fresh, fresh off the press release. Okay. All right. So, um, one more acquisition to discuss for the day. Obviously, everybody is thirsty for that EK65 trade, but we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, we have Leon Gavankier, or Gavankier, pardon me. I want to say this one more time. Leon Gavanka. There we go. Woo! Couldn't spit that one out. Leon Gavinka signed with the San Jose Sharks, um, or better yet, he was acquired by the San Jose Sharks uh, via trade from the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for Sharks defenseman Artemi Knizov. Gavinka is 24 years old, appeared in 68 games from the, Manitou from the Manitoba Moose of the American Hockey League uh, last season. He had 45 points, 20 goals, 25 assists. So, you know, it's, things are kind of looking bright for Nakuda. They played in 207 AHL games across four seasons. Uh, he has 114 points, 75 goals, 79 assists, 20 or 12 power play goals, and 98 penalty minutes. Um, he was originally selected by Winnipeg in the 2017 NHL draft, fifth round, 136th overall. Um, internationally, He's represented Germany at junior and senior levels. Most recently, 
alongside San Jose Shark, Nico Sturm. This right here is coming out of San Jose Sharks, uh, this, the side of this information, or the source of this information. Um, he was in the 2023 Men's World Championships and helped lead the Germans to a silver, silver medal, the best world championship finish since 1953. All right, so um, we have a very impressive young defenseman joining um, you know, that defensive core or that death pool, if you will. Um, super excited to see how they, um, you know, utilize this gentleman. And that right there is pretty much everything thus far. We are literally waiting to see what's going on with EK65. Um, and on that note, I want to address some of these, um, some of these rumors really quick that have been going on here in the past 24 hours in Sharks territory. Uh, let's get the appropriate graphic here. Bam. Um, so free agent frenzy always comes with a, a plethora of rumors. You're never short of everyone trying to be trending or breaking, right? Um, what really caught a lot of our um, attention in Sharks territory was when, and pardon me for not saying the last thing correctly, but when David upon Noda of the fourth period tweeted out that apparently the Nashville Predators who have 24 million or more than 24 million dollars in cap space were exploring multiple options including Sharks captain Logan Couture that's insane um, I didn't think there was any reason to be given um, to the fan base outside of contracts, aging contracts, aging veterans, you know, all that cliches, I guess. But I didn't get any indication that the San Jose Sharks would be interested in moving low control, at least not this season. Um, so on that note, obviously, Micah had to um, respond to that, and he did. This, again, is from um, – at Curtis Pashelka on Twitter. Curtis Pashelka, the sounds a uh, Mercury News beat reporter. Um, Mike Gurr had to say this about supposedly rumors of trading Captain Logan Couture, that being uh, Logan's everything I'm looking for, and the organization is looking for in a player and a person. He did a great job leading the group last year. I know it wasn't easy for him. But long story short, Mike Greer made it clear that he has no interest in moving Captain Logan Couture. All right, so Captain Clutcher is going to remain a San Jose Shark. Um, and at least he's going to remain the leader of the San Jose Sharks heading into the 33rd season in team history. Uh, some more free agent frenzy rumors, uh, that being with Eric Carlson, uh, Seattle, Kraken supposedly is another team's name that dropped in there, mainly due to their salary cap space. They have the cap space. Um, the Canes is in there, but as I said a couple episodes ago, that's nonsense. Why would why would Eric Carlson, after you know being on the line with Brent Burns all those years, go back to be on the line with him? Um, I know his aim is to win a cup, but in terms of like production, I, I or, or I mean, I just, that's a weird way to say it. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you know, you stick with what works, right? If it's broke, don't fix it. Well, him not playing aside Brent Burns is what, in my opinion, really allowed him to be the Norris Trophy um, winner this season. So that just makes zero sense. And I'm going to move on. I've already said a couple, a couple of uh, episodes ago. Uh, but to close off the program really quick here as we approach almost a whole regulation game, um, supposedly, all right, so the latest rumors on Eric Carlson is that there is, based off of a lot of reports and talks going on, this um, is from at real Max Miller, Max Miller of the Hockey News. Um, he's the site editor for Sound of the Sharks. Amazing, amazing individual. Had him as a guest on the show. Um, previous episode, you can always check out that episode on our um, on our social, on our YouTube and our social media uh, channels at Shark City Hockey. But nonetheless, uh, it looks like what he from all the information that he's getting, it looks like Eric Carlson may be a Pittsburgh Penguin. <laughs> uh, I think it's one fan I read, a fan jokingly said, yeah, if he, we better get Sidney Crosby in return. Um, honestly, I wouldn't want Crosby for the return. But, um, yeah, that would be kind of nuts. 
um, to see EK65 and Sid the Kid in the same team. Um, again, I just want to make some more comments on some of the rumors I've been seeing circulating there, that being that, um, you know, some of these acquisitions may be trade bait. I just wanted to dispel that right now. I don't think any of these guys are trade baits. I think that these guys are part of my Chris plan and he's always going to be open to, to, you know, moving players, but I don't, I'm, I hesitate rather than say refuse. I hesitate to start to spread the idea that these guys who are just letting the ink dry, the ink's barely dry on contracts. I'm not going to start to, or I hesitate to entertain the idea that, oh yeah, they're only here to acquire future assets. I think that's kind of bull shark. So with that being said, um, let's show the respect to the players that they deserve. I am super excited to see Giovanni Smith and Anthony Duclair until um, I don't want to make it about, I'll just say it this way. It's going to be amazing for a lot of people here in the Bay Area to see those two guys on the ice for obvious reasons. All right. Uh, it's nice to see more people that we can relate to playing in Sharks uniforms. So with that being said, so excited for the moves that Mike Greer is doing this offseason. And uh, I can't wait to see what's next. Um, unfortunately, we have to. So until next time, I am Aaron James. Thank you for joining me for a Sunday afternoon, Sunday Funday edition of Shark City Unfiltered. That right there was a quick recap of opening weekend for San Jose Sharks Free Agent Frenzy. Thank you to everybody who's been watching the show on Twitter on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, if you're not following us already, if you're not liking our video, if you're not subscribed, please do so across the board at Shark City Hockey. Until next time, let's go Sharks. I'm more than likely going to get back together with you guys um, before the holiday season. We'll see what happens. Might drop an episode before that, but super, super, super excited. Not going not gonna to spoil it yet. But super excited to uh, drop um, the news for my next guest when the time is appropriate. But until then, I'm Aaron James, and you all have yourself a great rest of your 4th of July weekend. For those of you who are celebrating here in the United States, for those in Canada, enjoy the rest of your Canada Day weekend. Canada Day weekend. Uh, I, that sounds like an oxymoron. It is what it is. I'm Aaron James, and you all have, um, again, a great Great weekend. Okay, guys, until next time, let's go Sharks. This has been Shark City Unfiltered.